Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 223. Get that Michael Jordan. Two Michaels. This math sucks. This math is, we're always horrible math in the beginning of these podcasts. So this is the B-Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment and awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present. I'm with the good, the bad, the what the fuck. We reveal each week's movie at the end of every episode, so stay tuned to the end so you know what we're watching next. You can listen to us everywhere you find podcasts. You can reach us on social media at B-Movie Breakdown. You can listen to our wrestling podcast, The Reversal. It's everywhere you find podcasts. You can reach us on that social media at Reverse This. You can also reach this podcast at bmbpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a movie that you made and you'd like us to watch it and maybe send some sort of screener for that to happen or something, that email is the best way to contact us. And you can also... What can they do? You can leave a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and if you leave a review on there, give us a sweet little star rating, let us know what movie you want us to watch, and we will watch it next. Boom. Cool. Cool. Nick, do you have some stuff you want to plug? Just follow me. Follow him down the street. Follow me wherever I go. It's like, you're like Big Bird. Follow that bird. Bring me a sandwich if you see me out for a walk. What kind of sandwich? Jimmy John's. Turkey Tom. Turkey Tom. Uh-huh. It's a solid choice. Or a Big Mac. I prefer the Club Lulu. That's good, too. That's good, too. I also like the vegetarian ones with a lot of um, guacamoles. I do like you do that. the new spicy ranch they have there? <laughs> At Jimmy John's? Yeah, it's a thing. They have a spicy... What? Yeah, you order. It's like a, they give you a little side cup, and you could put it on your sandwich. Oh, and dip your sandwich in oh, it. I'm going to now. It's like a oh kick, kicking ranch or something they call it. All right, know. I like can do that. Spicy ranch. Although I have been craving Big Macs lately. I've heard they're very presidential. Yeah, uh, not, yeah. Jimmy John's is not as presidential. No. But I've, I haven't heard good things about that guy Yeah, either. don't confuse Jimmy... Well, yeah, Jimmy John or Papa John. <laughs> I, I think both are not in good... I'm not going to make any allegations. <laughs> but uh, I, the, we're not... This Jimmy John's is not a sponsor of the podcast. We're just talking about how much we enjoy their sandwiches. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, give us all those free sandwiches, yeah, Thanks bitches. for that day-old bread. Yeah, I'll just take a year's worth, year supply of day-old bread, please. Give me that. Give me that. BMBpockets at gmail.com. Yeah, well, at Scatterville Stories on the Instagram to follow my drawings and my life outside this podcast. And if you want to listen to a show that talks about paranormal stuff, got your ghost stories and... Paranormal activities for you at Weird and Fearing. Ooh, spooky. Yeah. Well, speaking of spooky, this movie has some spooky elements to it. Has some interesting, you know, creepiness going on. And uh, I will recommend that if you have not seen this movie and you would like to see this movie before listening to us talk about it, go, go watch this movie. It is available on Amazon Prime Video. And uh, we we highly recommend watching this movie. It was a great film. It's definitely, uh, I'm, I'm sure it has a cult status in, in certain circles, but it definitely deserves a, a little bit bigger of a, a cult following here. And it is available, uh, I think I said that, on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it there. It's on Blu-ray via Arrow Video. What's it called? The movie we're talking about this week is 1989's Society. Oh, that's a year you were born. It's the best of the worst.
ending of that movie was awesome. Uh, it was awesome. It was incredible. It was not what I expected. It was beyond expectations. I'm knowing little about this movie other than I had seen the cover of the like the because I had had a I believe Arrow video release in the past year or so. I remember seeing the cover and being like, "Oh, what's this?" And sure, and, you know, it's um. In the car, it's like the one. It's like this woman's pulling off her face. Yeah, it's weird like the cover. But I, so I, you don't know what to no, expect from that. You have no idea. Which it's, I like that. And it says the rich have always fed off the poor. This time it's real. We never knew how literal that tagline is. Very literal. Extremely literal. And, uh, you know, one thing that attracted me to this movie was like, oh, you know, it's like this, like. Elite status, you know, thing, and you know we've we've watched like the Purge movies recently, and that deals with a lot of the the elite and the new founding fathers and things like that. So we're also alive in 2019. Well, that that very, as well. It's I was very important getting there as well. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, this was this would have been what 30 years ago. Nothing changes. It's all the same all the time, which is kind of the point of the movie since the beginning of time. There's always been the elite. These, yeah, the society has yeah. existed, mm-hmm. and the society is is definitely something else. It is, it is almost something that like some people talk about as like conspiracy. Yeah, man, this is on Alex Jones's radar. You know that. <laughs> this movie. You don't think those are like ninth dimensional beings? Sins of the flesh, incest, underage, morph body m- manipulation. There's a lot going on in here. There's a lot. And it all happens in the last, like, 20 minutes. Which is what makes it incredible. Like, it just gives it to you, and here it is. Yeah, it's like, it's the whole movie is, like, kind of has a creep vibe. And, and you know, it makes you kind of, like, wonder, like, is the main character Bill Whitney? He's got schizophrenia, you think? Yeah, is he losing his mind? He still might be. He still might be a schizophrenic. Yeah. He's having visions? Explain those. He's hearing voices. Which visions? Or he could just be watching, right? His sister was twitching. But wasn't he having, like, dreams, too? He saw the maggots and the apple, but that could have been that psychiatrist manipulating things. That's true. I'm not going to call into question their power structure. I, I mean, the, the powers, I... I don't... You don't know. What is I there? mean, one minute a man was a handhead. The other, he was an asshead. Yeah, yeah. His dad was like just a bottom of a per. I don't even know what was going on in that bedroom. They were having a good time. I, I. Mom was in. Mom had daughter in her, and dad was in his own ass. He he was. He was like turned inside of himself. He was it, just like an ass with legs. Well, you didn't see the rest of him. Right. He's under the blanket. His head was coming out of his ass. For those listening, yeah. his head was coming. Out of his ass. His lips were like a butthole. There's a whole party going on. And he was going... Yeah, he's making... Getting real funny at the end there. There were some silly parts. I mean, it kind of has to be, I guess. But it's... They're not really funny. It's like straight terror, in my opinion. It really... It's horrifying. It really was. It was horrifying. And it's funny, because in the beginning of the movie, the opening credits kind of teases this. It's true. But you really can't see anything. It's dark. It's, it you reminded see some bloodiness. Me, it reminded me of Battlestar Galactica. Like, walking through the theater, 
And then when they actually were walking, like, at the end, like, it, it linked them together. Yeah. And then the end, ac- the actual um, culmination of, quote-unquote, walking through the theater was just different and way more worse than you could ever even imagine. Who who made, who dreams this shit up? What well, are you doing? I can't tell you that the man who directed this, Brian Yuzna... Is, is he in an insane asylum? Uh, no, but he, oh. um was a producer on reanimator okay so that kind of has some ties into the, the mainly like the effects because reanimator has some like real gross-esque it's a hp lovecraft type sure. of gross t- grotesque like you know and from beyond as well it's another one uh, that's another hp lovecraft they did a slew of those Stuart gordon did a slew of those movies reanimator from beyond maybe there's like one or two others but it's interesting because, you know, this guy who directed this movie, Society, he went on to direct movies like, you know, just like, it's just a bunch of random horror, The Dentist, Return of the Living Dead 3, sure. Bride of Reanimator, which he's also a producer on. And uh, another one that's interesting is that he's a producer on, it's called The Giver. It was a movie with Mark Hamill where he's like this alien part human part alien superpower guy and they actually made like an anime based off of this all right and stuff and uh that's one i would like to find i don't know how to find that movie but i remember seeing it as a kid because the the bad guys in it are like human-sized almost gremlins weird creatures but oh that's besides the point uh what i was getting at was you know i was listing some of this guy's projects one thing that he was a a uh, writer on and a producer of was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Makes sense. <laughs> it's science fiction. It's still crazy. Yeah. Just not as crazy. Just not as grotesque and no. gross. And I could see the end of this movie not being for... For anyone. For the faint of heart. For anyone. Uh... It's definitely... A Unless you want to see one of the stages of hell. Because that's what you see. Yeah, I don't know what would happen in, you know in if a you're sequel in a, to this. If you're in hell... Oh, this, I mean, we're living the sequel. The sequel's president. This is just the elites. They're ruling the, the war, the, uh, that dark money, the warrior class. That's what all this is. This is it. They just decided to make them as monstrous as humanly possible. Yeah. And it's funny because there's a lot... And this movie is definitely a product... Uh, like the the grotesqueness and like, just I almost want to call it like goop horror. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, that's I guess a you word. I guess you could call it body horror, but that like grotesqueness was like no, you said was goop. such a good product of the but it was like it was goop horror. It was all that like goopness, like goopness, goop, like the remake of the Blob is very much like this. There's a lot of like like goopy skin rip off. Things and when they become the thing, yeah, and that's like that same thing too. Like the thing Uh and like, uh, the fly is like goop. You know when he's all when he's turning in, he's all like Uh goopy and slimy. That's what I almost mean, like slime horror. It's like this weird slimy, like in like reanimators like that, and from beyond and Videodrome, and there's like a lot of those. Like, slimy... It was just like, we're gonna really take effects to that, like, next level and really go all crazy. And this was, like, whatever... When... At the... 
it's hard to talk about not just talk about the end of this movie. <laughs> well, just imagine you're watching a movie where you think the whole time the main character could be or could not be schizophrenic. And you know there's like undertones of like there's some dark stuff going on, but you don't know what it is. Like he thinks people are dead and they're not, but they are, but they're not. And, and he, he thinks he hears things on a tape. Right. But he did it? Did he or didn't, didn't he? he? Did the psychiatrist change it? Is the psychiatrist like legit? Like is he like level-headed and he's just trying to tell Bill like, you know, you're losing your mind or is he in on this thing? And then obviously he is on in on this thing and it is one big societal this it is this upper class then society you just, then you just realize that the rich people feast upon the poor behind closed doors in a goop of human bone and flesh mess and just they just consume and when it was one like all being thing that it looks so like twisted and like fucked up look up then... medieval paintings of just like hell and that's it yeah like, just, I mean, you could, I mean, even if you just did it now just for fun, you'd find them just flashing. I mean, there'd be more demons involved, but the idea of just like the human pit of sin. Right. And then, and, and they, like you said before, they mentioned that they've been around forever. Since the time of Julius Caesar and Genghis Khan. And and they're not even like, uh, creatures really. No, they're just, they're just, they're, they're beyond human race. I would argue they are human. They're a, it's, you know how some people are born with blue eyes. Well, they can do this. Yeah, but they, but they, I only said just beyond human race because they do mention like we aren't your race. We are. We are. That's something. what a rich person would say. <laughs> I'm born better than you. Everything I have, I got because I was just born better. I come from better stock than you. You're nothing. It's I am everything. Know. Because it seems like when they normally were doing this, they were feasting more on the types like Blanchard. But whereas this time was special because Bill Whitney was raised by these people. Yeah. And he's like almost 18. So for 17 years, they were priming this feast like a fine wine. Just growing them to be consumed. Yeah, it's really... But like, what's the lineage of like how how you are one of these people? Like this you're born so into it. Yeah. But like the one girl Clarissa, she was born into it. But like her mom was it really her mom, man? Because there's, it could have been, but maybe her mom, like Clarissa, was against all this. Sure. You know what I mean? Like. Is one of these uh, elitists that can do all these body morphing yeah. crazy things, but maybe they, you know, wanted Clarissa to still have some sort of parent in a sense. I guess I, she's barely, barely she's barely a human being. So she turned against them and they lobotomized her. Uh, that's maybe something. That's a theory. I mentioned my theory was maybe because Clarissa clearly, you think, I mean, she's a weirdo, but then you realize, oh no, she's actually one of the best people in the movie because she's going against her breed. She's got a heart. She does. Yeah. She's yeah. She has a heart. So, but mate, because then they say this person who is, who is her mom, who's like, got so much makeup on and she doesn't, she acts like somebody who's been lobotomized. So maybe she was someone who was going to be consumed and then Clarissa saved her or Clarissa was just going to eat this person. But then she had a turn of turn about Stopped eating the person. 
But then this left the person brain damaged, so now it's like having a pet. I mean, I don't know how else to... Yeah. Either of those two things. And then she just calls him her mom. Could be. Because who knows? Maybe the makeup is done to conceal the age. I don't know. She doesn't look like that old of a person to be. No. She looks much younger. Could have been... Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe Clarissa was priming this person to eat. Who knows? Yeah. I have no idea. Just know that Clarissa... Uh, Clarissa... Is cool. She is cool. For being one of... Part of society. Yeah. She... She was showing off her little twisty bits when she shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, she was. She She's was like, doing <laughs> it in the bedroom. But that's still when she was, like, almost maybe on the fence. No, she was, like, was on she, board. Was she playing the part like she's supposed to play the part? Of she, like... was, she was on board. Because it was almost all one big production. It was. In Bill's favor. Yeah, basically it's the Truman Show for this guy. Yeah. To make him lose his mind. Maybe, maybe when you're scared and you're losing your mind, you taste better. Maybe it's like priming the meat. Yeah, because like get the uh, get the uh, the um all those. But I wonder if all the the can't be all the people they feed on can't be those who stumble upon their no. Because like the the case of the of David Blanchard. Yeah, he was just into he, shit. He was just he happened to stumble upon it, and that's why they said like it's a double dose, and like. He kind of triggered Bill. Like, that wasn't part of their plan. That guy... Yeah, David wasn't... Getting Bill in on, like, letting him see, get into some of this, wasn't part of their plan, necessarily. No. Their plan was basically always to just, like, let Bill be his basketball star self, and, he, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't really go down this full path that he ended up going down. Maybe a little bit of psychosis, but, like, not full on like he did... And, you know, obviously in the it came to bite them in the ass. Uh, one of them literally threw their ass. Yeah. The main douchebag, Chad Ferguson, or Ted... Ted Chad Ferguson! I don't know why I immediately want to just call him a Chad. Chad Ferguson. Ted Ferguson. Theodore. Ted. Ted Ferguson. Um, towards the end of the film... Him and Bill have like a one-on-one -on -one fight, and he goes to basically start sucking Bill. It's how I... they consume their snouts elongate and become flesh. When they feasted on David, oh boy, yeah, and they just stuck like fingers into his flesh, and they just became yeah, they one were like with him. yeah, they were just becoming him. They were just consuming him. Yeah, and so when basically when Ted goes to consume Bill. His, you know, his mouth gets all, like, elongated and, like, sucking. and But then all of a sudden, Bill just, like, Cause tw I... twists his arm around. I think Bill, like, kind of figured out, like, when they become this fleshy gooness, mm -hmm. they have some, like, weakness. They're vulnerable. They're vulnerable. Uh -huh. So he twists Ted's arm all around like, like a Stretch Armstrong doll. Yeah. And then puts his fist in Bill's ass. Yeah. To where his, not Bill's ass, Ted's ass, and then Ted's, and Bill's arm comes through Ted's mouth, out his eyeballs, grabs his, like, face, mouth and eyeballs like a bowling ball, and pulls Ted's head out through his asshole. He just rips him wide open. There's, like, maggots and filth and just whatever the fuck. It's an inside-out thing. Yeah. It's awesome. It was. And then there was the other part, too, where the judge, that guy, put his fist up David Blanchard's, like, ass 
to like fully like get the party started. Yeah. And get everybody to fully consume stuff David. In, stuff in that turkey, real good. Yeah. It's just like he even like inherited his mole afterwards. Yeah, he thought it was cool. Yeah, that judge, that guy, and that guy is like an, a different example of like the elitist because while a lot, a lot of the other people there, well, we don't know the backstories. But, like, they were all, like, mainly, like, these rich-type Beverly Hills. Yeah. And he was from Washington, D.C. Yeah. Yeah, man. So he's, like, he's, like, that up, he's, like, that even higher upper echelon, you know? Like, like I wonder who's above him. Like, if he's, like, the ringleader of this. That's just Beverly Hills. Right. One area. And what kind of judge is he? He's got connections in Washington. What kind of judge is he? You know what I mean? What, what court? The um, there was gonna be a sequel to this movie actually. That's a shame it didn't happen. Yeah, it was called Society Two Body Modification. Tells me nothing. What was that supposed to be about? Does it say? No, just it was written. That's it. This really is some Alex Jones conspiracy shit. It really is like the like you 100%. know this like you know like you know he you know some people say like lizard people or something like that, but this is like this extra elite. Upper echelon, like, you know, what they do behind closed doors and just, like, they're from another dimension type oh, thing. You just, but need, you just need, needed these things to try and have sex with the robots to contact a different dimension. You would have been set. <laughs> I mean, that would have been it. I wonder how many times Alex Jones has, has seen this movie. Who knows when he saw it as a teenager? Probably fucked him up. This is when he was in. He saw society and was like, I'm, I've lost my mind now. Yeah, this this is the thing that this would rip somebody's whole worldview wide open. It could, but this is just one of those horror movies that plays into people's fears of the elite. Yeah, but then again, there's things going on today when they just people admit they don't know how normal people live. So this is just making that. It's the same idea. Imagine, like, as a different. I mean, they hit it on the nose, but like a different race of beings have a different, entirely different way of operating. When you tell people to take out loans because you haven't been paid in two weeks to pay your back bills, you don't know how the world works. Maybe it's because you're consuming Davids. <laughs> maybe you don't know. Yeah, maybe you... I wonder how they... I wonder how they... Well, I think I was going to mention this before. I wonder how they choose their other victims for these... It's a good question. For these coming out parties. We only see I wonder see what one. they're called coming out. It's like I guess it's coming out because it's like the first time you're fully involved in the elite. It's coming out because you're going into this person you kidnapped. Like, so like Jenny... Yeah. David's... Or I mean, not David. Uh, Bill's sister. Yeah. Quote, unquote, sister. Right. Because um, he is adopted. He's not part of this family no but he's been lied to his whole life he's been lied to his whole life and so like her coming out party was essentially from what i can gather is like when you're 18 you get to attend one of these for the first time yeah it's like her quinceanera for flesh eating sucking becoming yeah goop goop coming when they call it shunting shunting yeah was the uh yes the time to shunt the ritual that commenced at the coming out party. It's just such a wild movie because it's just a normal kind of like mystery thriller until it just explodes. And it really just does. It just like, once he gets to that party at the end where he's like supposed to be basically, you know, come full circle. Uh And, you know, it's like one thing that, you know, they have him by the neck and the thing. And it's like, all right, what are they going to do? Like murder him or something or, 
You know, yeah, hang them or... I feel like the whole trip to the hospital and all that could have just been gone. Yeah, but... It, like... No, it flows, but you could have done it. Like, it feels like... This is when it feels like, all right, we're really in this mystery. We're taking a lot. What are we doing here? Yeah, the hospital thing, but also, like, what did they put in him? What drug did they put in him? Right. To get him to kind of fully, like... Because that's when he really lost it. Yeah. He, like, really lost it then. Yeah. And that's when he was like, I'm going back. And, like, even though... He's going like, to kill his family. Even though Milo was like, I'm not telling him not to go back i feel like before he would have listened but he had that drug in him and whatever drug they gave him so like the hospital thing almost kind of mattered just for that part Mm -hmm. to like fully get him like all like and the only reason he went to the hospital was like because the way society works is that they go through the motions you know what i mean he's sick he's dead he's in the thing he goes to the hospital so he's at the more so then they consider him dead just like blanchard they can, he was there too in the yeah. other room. Like he yeah. is dead, so it's like, it's almost like they go through the motions of making sure everything looks legit, so society works. Right. And I like the way that they kept using that word too, because they kept using it a lot throughout the movie. Of course they did. But you, but I only you notice it because it's the name of the movie, but you don't notice it in the way that they're using it until you really fully see the end of the movie. Yeah, then it hits you. And then it's like, okay, now I really fully understand what they meant by saying society and and it really and it just it really like before they pulled even when they pull david in you still don't fully know what's gonna happen nope and even when they were they're all around him and they start like you know biting i thought they were gonna eat him i mean you're not totally wrong it's just something way worse yeah right they consume him in this way where he because he's like them flesh to flesh baby yeah so at first i thought uh, at first i thought i was like all right they're gonna eat him and they're gonna be ripping his body apart there's just gonna be blood everywhere something like that and it's not even that kind of grotesqueness with blood and gut and no. guts and everything it's just this like sexual like you said flesh just gooey slimy ball of blah like I just 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 like and then their mouths are like almost look like reminded me of like a Dr. Seuss character it's type just of stretched. Thing. It's a snout. These snout mouths just sucking on this, well, becoming part of the flesh and sucking as he's fully awake and fully alive. Yeah, fully alive for the whole thing until he, you know, the hand goes through the ass and out his mouth and just like it's that's when they fully lo- become the blob thing. They be whatever. It's just, it's just, I, I, I really appreciate movies like this that do one thing for the whole thing and then just really hit you just over the head yeah, well, hard at the end. Good luck, America. This is what we're up against. <laughs> and the, you know, it's funny because you're talking about thing like analogies to nowadays when the one guy, who was the kid running against him in the thing? Martin? Martin Petrie. Remember he was just like, when at the debate. They're yeah. for class president. He's just like calling kids morons, saying yep. whatever he wants. Yep. It's almost like, oh yeah, today go on. just go on, right? Just say get up there and yeah, I'm running for president and I'll just say what I want. Yeah, and you're people, all you're all morons and and you're just gonna you're gonna have to deal with this no matter what. You're the natural born leader. It's in your blood. You think you're uh, just entitled to this? Think that man is? Uh... No, they wouldn't want him part of that. <laughs> He's not. Yeah, he wasn't. Well, he could have been still born into it though. I mean, it fits. Right. It goes. Fits. Right. 
Yeah. He's just suckling on the uh, all the poor people. Not even poor, just not not rich, not. And they're not. You're not uh, part of society. Maybe that's why he likes. Is that what's is? Are Big Macs just people? Is that why he likes McDonald's so fucking much? Because it's uh, almost it's like the a same thing. Green type thing yeah, going just, on. Just. Well, I mean, maybe he's just a sentient Big Mac. I think that's the problem. I think it was a Big Mac come to life. That could be the situation. Hmm. But yeah, but it's just the idea that the elite is a separate class of person than us, than anyone else, really. I mean, they had their fucking meeting in Davos. 26 billionaires. Have more power than half the planet, the rest, the entire rest that of the was, planet. That was somebody's coming out party. That's what, yeah, or what, what, what's the, um, what's that forest shit? They dress like owls and shit or whatever that is. That's a thing. What's that called? It's a whole thing. Unless that is Davos. Something else. There's a whole thing, man. But, well, it's not even. When you say owls, it's. It it makes me think of Batman and the Court of Owls, which is a high society thing. Yeah, it's the same idea. That's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. What's it called, man? What's it called? <laughs> Just gotta look up secret societies. It's like something in a forest. I don't know, man. Do it. Do Court a... of Owls is like like sounds like what you're what you're trying to say. Secret Owl Society? Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Read Order it. of Owls. Yeah, Bohemian Grove. Yeah, it's a restricted 2,700-acre campground located at 20601 Bohemian Avenue in Monterey, California, belonging to a private San Francisco-based gentleman's club known as the Bohemian Club. And each year, they have a two-week encampment of some of the most prominent men in the world. Yep. Society. But I guess, yeah. Don't even get me started on the Bilderbergs. We can go down a dark road here tonight. Dude, this whole movie is all, it's all it's that. It's what it is. It's all that. And then, what is going on? There's a whole sphere of influence on this planet that I have no idea what is going on. We're told things are one way. Right. There's no way, even without getting into like fake news shit, there's no way all that stuff is being revealed to anyone. Right. There's 26 people. <laughs> now you're going down the rabbit hole that this movie fed. Right. You're saying that people could watch this and just. Well, this is what this is what happened. Maybe this is what happens. It's just a legend. <laughs> Maybe this is what happens. We were meant to see this movie. Maybe we should stop talking about it. Honestly. Maybe there. Maybe this is too much. We. Maybe we're blowing the lid off this a little too hard. Well, Bezos is the one that provided it to us. He's new money, though. They don't like him very much, do they? He's new money. Yeah, he's a new billionaire. He'll... He doesn't come from a long line. No. How do you, is it like, do you have to intermarry into the... How does that even work? I think if you get if you get to a certain point on your own, maybe they come, they come knocking at your door. Want to come hang out? You want to play? Is that really what the American Revolution was about? Maybe that's why we rebelled against the crown. We're rebelling against society. Uh-huh. Or was that... That was just society's civil war because all those guys were rich fucking guys who they wanted to married do, into money. They wanted to do their own version of society. came from They money. didn't like that society. They wanted their own society. Yeah. And now we're all connected anyways because that's the way the world works. 
Um, it's uh, it's definitely interesting that this movie. I feel like honestly, I never heard of this movie until the last year when it got an Arrow. I think it was Arrow Video release. Um, but when yeah, when it got released, I saw it and I just the cover alone kind of had me intrigued. It was like, oh, what's this movie? You know, oh, it was an Arrow Video release. Uh, and then. Oh, there's a lot of Arrow video releases that are on Amazon Prime. So then once I found, once I saw it was on Amazon Prime, I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, this is that movie with, like, the... Uh, obviously, this cover is a little bit more, like, revealing. Yeah, but not really, because you have yeah, no, no idea no, what that means. But that's the cover that's on Amazon when you yeah. go on Prime Video to watch. So I really still didn't know what's going on here. But, like, I thought that was weird, though, because I always saw the one with the like, girl ripping her face off thing. And that one's more metaphorical, so it could just mean, like, two-faced society. Right. And so, don't... and then I saw this one, and I'm like, ah, what's going on here? All right, whatever. And uh, it's just interesting that this, you know, for the longest time, this really, I don't think it had any sort of DVD release. No. Maybe a small life, a cult life on VHS. And actually, in the U.S., it was not even much of a hit. It was a big hit in the U.K., Makes sense. But not here. Just it barely was in theaters. I'm sure most people was, were probably... I, wouldn't, I could see people protesting a movie like this. But how do you also... I don't know how you would promote it without giving it away. Like, you'd have to trick people into seeing this thriller and then have this dumped in their I lap. I have to imagine the trailer is just like, Bill Whitney thinks blah, 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 blah. I guess we could look it up. And, it, you know, it just, the trailer, it, I'm sure it just shows, like... Him, all the parts of him, just like, is it the whole thing of like, yeah. is this going on? We could find out. Other things we could find out with the internet. We could find out with the internet. We might find out with the internet. I'm just saying, then we know for sure. Do we want to play the trailer? Why not? Why not? No, I was looking up the order of the owls from Indiana. Interesting. But now I gotta save that page. Ah, well, it's in my saved in my brain. South Bend, Indiana, a fraternal order founded in 1904 in South Bend, Indiana. According to its literature, the purposes of the society is to assist each other in business, to help each other in obtaining employ employment, to assist the widows and orphans of our brothers, to give aid to our brother in any way that they may need, and assemble for mutual pleasure and entertainment. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Say that for the end. Its catechism said, Owls do good, speak kindly, shake hands warmly, and respect and honor their women. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, that's a, that's a sex time party there. They, they, they have to preface... 1904 in South Bend, Indiana. They have to preface all the... All the um, they have to preface the sexy time with all this, like, yeah, we care for the widows, the children, we do good in business, oh, we just like to have sex. A lot. Apparently they had some religious controversies. Oh, you think? With, Is that a uh, shock? No. And they had some rituals. Yeah, maybe they did, huh? Maybe similar to this movie. Yeah, this, this is just the society of Indiana. This is what was going on in the, for, you know, we saw Beverly Hills, you know, in the movie, but we didn't. Is it still ongoing? No, it's not. Oh, it's not that long of a wiki page. Oh, many chapters have disbanded, but as early, but as of the early 21st century, some continued to operate in such places as Duluth, Minnesota, Percassi, Pennsylvania, Parkersburg, 
West Virginia. One recently organized yeah, nest. They're, they're called nests. In in Baltimore, Maryland, was raided in 2005 as an illegal poker tournament. Oh yeah, they're real bad guys. Illegal poker tournament. Oh, that's what it says. It quotes. Oh shit. I don't know what that means. Interesting. I want to know more about the Order of Owls from Indiana. They spread to Grand Rapids. Man, the Grand Rapids local nest. There are so many secret societies in this country's history. There was an Afro-American Order of Owls founded in uh, Maryland in 1911. They were sued by the Order of the Owls oh my God. over the use of the name. They wouldn't even let the black people have their own owl society. No, it was allowed. In 1914, the Maryland Court of Appeals issued a split decision allowing the Afro-American Order of Owls to continue using the name, but not the initials A-A-O-O-O symbol, as it was too close to the white organization's O-O-O symbol. Was a determining factor of this case that you just can't copyright being called owls? <laughs> can his own being called an owl? Uh, that's a long time ago, though, that they were pretty fair in that decision. We you, don't you, know all the you facts. Don't ex- you don't expect that to be the... Uh, when I'm reading that, I was expecting, and they lost. Yeah, right. <laughs> in 1914. What else doesn't talk about how, mu- how many of them were harassed and stalked? Or murdered. Well, yeah. Yeah, the ritual of the Order of the Owls stated, We advocate no creed. We know there are... S- we know there are so many gods, so many creeds, so many paths that wind and wind. We believe that the art of kindness is all the old world needs. They elsewhere stated that their owl order was a secret society of good fellows who believe in love, laughter, and the kingdom of heaven on earth. On earth is in caps, all caps. Of course it is. It does not believe in postponing one's enjoyments until after death. Yeah, we're mixing some streams here, aren't we? <laughs> we're mixing some streams. Few couple, couple of philosophies mixed into one. Other owls literature stated, stated claim that they were the only great secret fraternity which does not claim in any manner to be a religious body. So it's just like a fan club. Just like a cult. Well, <laughs> I mean, they really tried hard to say that they're not religious. It's almost like, I mean, I watched the Wild Wild Country on Netflix, like a lot of people I'm sure have, and that's almost like that same thing, that Rajneesh... We're not religious, um, but we are. Yeah, it's we're not this thing. This, is not a, this isn't a religious call. It's not trying to get... Or this man who's up here with his beard and does never talks, he's, and he's not our leader. He's just telling us to, what to do. We're not trying to take over this town and poison people so they can't oh vote in the God. local government elections. So many bad ideas. <laughs> How many people have to try and get poisoned? Yeah, apparently they were, um... I like how their le- their leader was called the Supreme President. Well, that's a title we should make national, don't you think? Yeah, the local units of the order are called nests and include officers such as an invocator who served as a chaplain. Interesting. The central organization was evidently the home nest in the early 20th century, but it was reportedly called the Supreme Nest in 1979. The head of the organization was the Supreme President. Oh my god. The headquarters are called Supreme Offices, as, le- as 
late as the 1920s, but it moved to Hartford, Connecticut in the night by the These guys just need to be... This is why Three Channels was bad. Even in 1979, they had nothing to watch, so they decided to be owls. It's just so bizarre that it started in South Bend, Indiana. Crazy shit starts everywhere. But I mean, right. Indiana kind of makes sense in a weird way. It does. It really does. They had a motto. You want to know what their motto was? Sure. There's so much bad in the best of us and so much good in the worst of us. It hardly behooves any of us to speak ill of the rest of us. Was that a tweet from the president? (laughs) Is that what that was? And it also says in this same article, it goes on to state, the owls in their mottos have gone the hoo-hoos one better in the rescue of a good old but sadly abused Latin derivative. What's the hoo-hoos? I don't know if... Concentrated order of hoo-hoo. Is that a a chocolate drink? The international... in the international, I don't know. It's not concentrated. It's con, contaminated. Order of Hoo Incorporated is a fraternal and service organization whose members are involved in the forests products industry. Hoo has members in the United States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. Man, I'm pretty sure Hoo is a chocolate milk drink. <laughs> what do people do? The hoo-hoo thing actually sounds like a legitimate organization with forestry products. That was not like a society. That was just like a, like a legitimate organization. Maybe. Well, they're lucky somebody didn't try and sue them and take their name. The hoo-hoos? That's what the owls really wanted to be called. God. Yeah, like, oh, it's this other organization. We can't be called this. Okay. Ooh, man. The Order of Owls. I mean, this is definitely Court of Owls. From in Batman lore, yeah, obviously, it, where does it come from? Comes right. comes from this, like one hundred percent. Yeah. Bohemian Grove man, there's an owl statue, and they wear cloaks. These are real people that do this. <laughs> Why? Because things like this movie. This movie is ex- tried to expose they, them. They exist on an entirely different plane of existence, and they're. S- they're all becoming fleshy one beings with each other, like like the mom and the dad and the sister. They were like, a, like they were like a different level. Yeah, they they even left the main party to do their own thing. Real suspect. Yeah, mom, the mom, and when the mom and the sister were like one, they had like man hands as legs. Maybe they were all... like man arms. It's like these muscular man arms as legs. They could have been dad's arms. What if they merged and like split? What if there was some weird... I mean... Maybe they just became one... I was hoping they were just going to be like this one giant person thing. Because even the mom's head, it was like a fake head at one point. Uh-huh. And it was quite large and like weird looking. Because they just merged together. They was just... It's one way to get your rocks off, I guess. Merge with your... But then they left the butt... Dad butt head. Which was, fun, which was like a joke because earlier in the movie, Bill had called his dad. Well, he told him, fuck you, butt head. It was good. And uh, good so, callback. So later on, he's like, "Oh, I guess I really am a budhead, huh, <laughs> huh, Bill?" Yeah, yeah, making making those sounds with his mouth. And then later on, at the end of the movie, Bill got his, you know, his little revenge punch, Dad in the face, and called him budhead right before they left. But Bill and uh, his buddy Milo and uh, Clarissa, Clarissa yeah. they escape at the end, but 
Clarissa is still one of them. She is. Maybe she. Maybe they go down this path of trying to stop society. She helps him. She can do her little morphin ways. Yeah, I. It's yeah. This movie definitely gets you thinking about secret societies and stuff like that. Or you can just stare in awe at the television screen and watch hell in well, motion. Yeah, while you're watching, yes. I mean, after the fact, though. Sure. It's definitely got me thinking about secret societies. And uh, But yeah, when you're watching it, it is just like, what the fuck am I watching? So, uh, yeah, I could see definitely a lot of... so. Uh, like I said, I can't believe... I could see movies like this being ones that are like, back in the 80s, like, protested. Society is due for a remake. Movie... Let's do it. Hmm. Let's just because how many people have seen this one? It'll be like CG'd up and don't do it CG'd up. They will not always. You need like somebody like Tom Savini or like Greg Nicotero well, to still like, a... be involved in well, it. Well, they're still around. Somebody who's still doing practical effects all the time. There's... Greg Nicotero will just throw like zombies in it, and then Rick Grimes. I mean, he might be able to control himself. I just feel like that's all he does now these days is. I thought I saw, though, recently he's going to be associated with some sort of anthology horror series that's coming I mean, to something. The Walking Dead was a good thing until it wasn't, so I mean, there's a lot going on there. Right, and he's a great effects artist. There's yeah. nothing against him. Yeah. He's just super wrapped up in right in, in that world these days. Which, so that's if, fine. It's not a bad place for him to be. No, that's, I mean, that's how he... be better if somebody knew how to construct Oh, he's story. going to be doing a creep show, uh, directing the premiere. They're doing, like, a new creep show which is funny there was supposed to be that tales from the crypt yeah m night Shyamalan was like producing a showrunner he might have got too excited it, for glass yeah and then put it on hold or just fell away yeah i think it i think it just uh, it was gonna be on like tnt or something like that or that's fine right but then it just kind of like just kind of sent m night a letter didn't be a thing but then like you have like twilight zone coming back and cbs all access they're really trying hard to get people to. If only I could watch Star Trek and broadcast television. Right. Wink, wink. I can't do that now. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah. I'm a few episodes behind on that other Star Trek show, wink, wink. Um, I'll be current but when I get home. As far as tell, um, Twilight Zone, though, that's kind of a bummer. Unless cre- that creep show, if that's on something, that's kind of a Twilight Zone-y. Yeah, but as far as, like... I feel instead of bringing back an old show, just make a new show and do that. Yeah, but well, there's a lot of shows that do like anthology seasons, but I like anthology episodic television. I like that. I like Twilight Zone. I like Tales from the Crypt. I but, like. But then again, a lot of old movies shows, like creep. A shows. lot of old show old shows have come back and are going strong. So I guess yeah. go for it. Yeah, you got Jordan Peele involved, so that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. And uh, the creep show one Nick Ataro's involved, so. Maybe there'll be some cool practical stuff. Creepshow is always more along the Tales from the Crypt side. Twilight Zone was a little bit more, like, societal-based. Uh, well, sometimes. Smart. Um, so, it's... it's and They always keep trying to bring those... Wasn't... There was, like, a redone... There was, like, a 90s or 80s version of... Well, there was Twilight Zone the movie. Yeah. Uh, but then there was... I thought they brought it back in the 90s again. It came back sometime, and I think it was Jonathan Frakes... Captain William Riker. I think that was Outer Limits. Well, same was well, same person, right? Same. Who's the guy who created Twilight Zone? Michael doing. Bay. Rod Rod Serling. Rod Serling, I'm pretty sure, was also behind the Outer Limits as well. So, 
or another one of those shows like that. I don't sure. Know, a lot of those. But anyways, yeah, they had Outer Limb. Oh, Night Gallery was another one he had, which was the same concept thing. I thought his, oh, no, he did Outer Limits. But yeah, they did re- try to redo that. And it's like they're trying to redo a lot of those shows. It wasn't like, time yet. I feel like those shows keep, they just keep popping back up. It's like, and it was funny, uh, was that last week we were talking about, Unso- it was, Unsolved Mysteries. And they just announced that they're doing an Unsolved Mysteries reboot thing on Netflix. They are. Which is weird because you can watch all, every season of Unsolved Mysteries on Amazon. So oh. you would have thought that that would have went to Amazon. Weird. Like, uh, you know what else? That is an Unsolved Mysteries. You know, it's a connection to this week's movie what? and it's a connection to Amazon Prime is that the main actor, Billy Warlock, that's his quote-unquote name we'll say sure uh birth name i don't know it's an interesting acting name i did notice he was on a lot of soaps like one life to live for like years at a time things like that um he was also on a show called baywatch for a while and baywatch every season of baywatch in fully restored high definition is available on amazon prime cool just that was a journey hey we watched an episode of baywatch for this podcast yeah, we did. It, it let me down a rabbit hole of when I watched that one woman get... She died in the one episode when a pole fell on her. Real dramatic. It was very dramatic. Real it was intense. very intense. Real intense. It was insane. It was going wild. It was... I, that was out of control. But it, it gives me the... But that being on Amazon Prime gives me the little bit of hope that hopefully... Baywatch Nights season two will be on Amazon Prime one day. Maybe in full or fully. I don't care about season one. Sure, that was when it was just like Mitch is just a private eye. I need season two when he's a paranormal private eye. <laughs> <laughs> is it just I, the two seasons? Yeah. Damn. And the second season is like X Files is a hit. Here we go. Here we go. And Mitch is the Scully. These things aren't real. But he encounters them every week. This mummy we just fought wasn't real. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, there's some past episodes of this show uh, in which uh, me and Anime Dan had discussed a few episodes. I think we discussed the one that was a vampire that was flying around biting people, maybe. Maybe that's one I just watched. I can't remember. There was a number of them. There's maybe one... it was your one of your dreams. You no, had. there's definitely one with a vampire, and it's absurd. All right. There's also one where a like demonic like soul, um, it's like an exorcist type episode takes over David Hasselhoff's body. Great, and that's an amazing episode. And also, he's like, ah, how did that happen? Um, but then there's one where they unfreeze a Viking. And then it goes on a killing spree. Not good. And then they, so they unfreeze another Viking to help stop it. Like the good Viking. Oh, so this is just a different version of like Demolition Man. Yeah, kind of. And then they, the Vikings both kill each other. And then like you find out that Mitch is like super big into like Viking lore. And he gives him like a proper Viking funeral at the end and like sends him (laughs) off on a boat. And he shoots a flaming arrow and it hits the little boat and he yells, With his bow, with his bow in the air, Valhalla! Oh wow! Oh wow! And then it's only one season of this show. And then the next, the next day, he got up and watched the beach. Yes, <laughs> at night, this is what he was doing for only a short amount of time because 
when he was just a private investigator, it was like crimes. Right. But Again, then... still though, investigating crimes, waking up, going to the beach, but they were also do crimes on the beach sometimes. Because they were the Baywatch. Right. But, but the only... point is, Mitch never slept. No. And, and after watching, because like a lot of those episodes of Baywatch Nights, you can easily find on YouTube. Somebody has like the full, like whatever, in a playlist. It really, they could bring that back as a 15 minute thing on like Adult Swim. And it would be a fucking hit. It could. It only, it only needs to be 15 minutes. You could pack everything that happens into those hour-long episodes in 15 minutes. I explained to you the whole Viking thing. Yeah. That could easily be a 15-minute episode, like, episode of a like, thing. What? It could be a thing. The vampire one, there's one with a mummy, and they got to send it back through a portal. That's like the first episode of Baywatch Nights Season 2. Oh, my God. They, there's a mummy that comes alive in a museum... Because somebody, like, wants to, like, makes it come to life and wants to wreak havoc. And then it's, like, this portal thing. And at the end of the episode, Mitch is like, I don't even believe this. This wasn't real. There wasn't no money. Like, what are you talking about, man? He just wants to live in a world where and they, like don't exist. And then, like, have, like, other characters from Baywatch, like, pop up here and there. It's the same town. Yeah. But, like, his main partner is, I can't remember her name. She's like a bigger actress. She was on like one of those like TNT cop shows, Brazilian Isles or something like that. And uh, she's like his main partner. But then they have like the the one black dude who was like a cop on Baywatch. He was like wrote a four wheeler. He's on there sometimes. And like Donna Diarco's on there. It's so, like they like sprinkle in these other Baywatch characters here and there into these like paranormal, <laughs> weird, you know things. Didn't somebody else play Mitch in a live-action movie? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. I think that movie bombed pretty hard. Well, then you gotta bring in the demons. Then you gotta... <laughs> See, if they just made Baywatch Nights the movie instead of Baywatch, uh -huh. that would've been the hit. Not everybody would've got it. And they were like, what is going on here? Like, well, you know, for two seasons, 30 years ago... <laughs> you know, well there, was, well, there was a show called Baywatch Nights that was on for two seasons, and they did one season, and it didn't do so hot, and they thought... Maybe if we add paranormal and monsters into this, it'll do much better. Because X-Files is popular. Nope. Yeah, I'll just, I just want to write that. I'll just call it Knights. Yep. Just, and then just call it Knights. Knights. And just, and just have a guy who's a lifeguard during the day. Words. What if a guy at night gets possessed by like a demon cop? So it's a weird thing. It's so, then it's almost like a... Well then he's then he then he just basically becomes venom then. I was literally <laughs> just gonna say he just becomes venom. <laughs> he's, well, he, he's possessed by a sentient entity, and then goes off and has adventures. Yeah, just like the uh, characters at the end of this movie, they could go off and have adventures trying to take down all the secret societies of the world. I mean, Billy's off the books because he's dead, according to the paperwork. I guess. Yeah, that's still went through. He's dead. But these people own everything. They're gonna find him. They don't last more than a yeah. week. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't know. I mean, Clar Clarissa gives them help because she's got those powers. She's got the yin. So if they get far enough away and the word hasn't got out yet, she could still be like, no, they're 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 okay. Because you know they have like little non-societal slaves roaming around. Maybe Billy and Clarissa, maybe they helped get like the Occupy Wall Street movement going on eventually. They let other people exist to keep the world moving. 
Well, it's like any good vampire story. Like they've been stories about vampires being the elite. You need your cattle, so yeah. you got to keep you got to keep everybody around. Yeah, there was one thing in the, uh, not to completely derail it again, but in the current in the the last season more Baywatch of, talk. No, Castlevania season two on Netflix. Wow, that's steep. Uh, Dracula just wants to take out all the humans, and the other vampires are like, "That's we need them." Yep, but he's like, "Fuck you." He's pissed. He's pissed off. He should, they, he, they were warned. Humans were warned. What will you eat? That is the argument, pretty much. What will you eat if you kill all the humans? By the uprising in his army. Oh my god. Do we gotta eat food? You can't just kill he them all. He claims he can supply them all. Yeah, that sounds like fake news. Who's gonna pay for those blood? Mexico? Well, now he's got... Then he's got them and the Belmonts with his own son, Elicard, after him. Well, that's good talk. <laughs> Great, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, but uh, yeah, so society was cool. It was a good, it was a good find. Yeah, it's for... up, it's up, up in my tupper, tupper, my top tier of things to watch. Yeah, it was a good. That was good. I would definitely like to watch this. I also want to watch it again and like re kind of pay attention to certain things that are going on that you weren't sure about the first time. I think that's a good. Uh... A good rewatch ability there, and now I'm gonna dive deep into the, like the Order of the Owls and stuff like that. Are you gonna be a member? Uh, you know I don't know if they really exist, but if there's one around here, maybe I'll. Try Minnesota's to close. Yeah, yeah, sure. Maybe I'll start my own here in Illinois. Oh, oh, you want to? Cool. Never mind. I guess this could. <laughs> the point is, an Illinois militia man has been sentenced to prison time for throwing. Minnesota reminded me he threw a pipe bomb into a like a mosque. It blew up. Nobody was injured. And then him and his cohorts threw like a bomb um, at like a, uh, like a women's clinic. And it didn't go off. So it just like, it just like doubled doinked against the wall and they, they got him. But the point, you mentioned Minnesota and like secret society. So I thought it was militia man, this guy. Illinois militiaman. Cool. Yay. Great, awesome. Everybody's doing cool stuff. I don't want to be part of a militia, though. You do? No, I don't. Are you sure? Yes. Some will take you. <laughs> I, I know. I'm sure plenty I'll will. I'll send in your information. Okay, thank I'll you. I'll give them all your information. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, so, that was Society from 1989. You can watch it on Amazon Prime Video. I highly recommend doing so. It was a fucking awesome movie. So next week on the podcast, uh, you know, I think this was actually suggested to us a while back, but I could never really come across it, and I wasn't feeling like paying for it on DVD or anything like that. But I was actually finally able to access this movie. But if and if you're not feeling it, we don't have to. We can change. I have an, another one in mind as well. What? But the movie is a comedy, romantic comedy from 1986. Oh dear. It's uh, you know, it's a comedy with heart and soul. What are you doing? It's a movie called Soul Man. Oh, Christ. Soul Man? Holy shit. I have never fully... I've never seen this movie. When will that one come out? When will it come out? Um, It'll come out... In February? In February. We're not watching it during Black History Month. I didn't think... Absolutely not. It will come out on... No... Yes, it'll come out on February 5th. Not, I'm not doing that. I am not doing that. I, didn't <laughs> I am not bringing in Black History Month by watching fucking Soul Man. 
It could be a good lesson to be lesson. Le- what do you learn? To how to not, what to not do when making a movie. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I didn't even put two and two together. About- oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Absolutely not. Well, those, that's my thoughts on that one, so that's how I... That's well, what, we'll save it for March. How about that? Great. We'll it'll, save it for after February. It'll be less offensive then, so that's fine. So since we're not going to... We're going to no. save Soul Man because of certain uh, things. Maybe It'll never be good. Maybe we'll just throw the trash. Maybe... I'm not going to throw it in the trash. Well, that's fine. But... All right, so we're not going to watch Soul Man... No. Uh, yet. We will watch it. Will we, though? Not yet. You might. Will We will. You might. We're, we'll v- see. we're very excited. Well, don't speak for me at all. I just I I'm more interested in exploring that movie and talk. Yeah, all the complexities it addresses. And discussing how a movie like that even gets made in, a, in 1986 in a very mature way. The complex issues that are at hand. I'm sure they get tackled real sufficiently. But uh, another movie, uh, another movie I've wanted to watch for a long time. Not just for the podcast, just in general. I've just wanted to watch it. I never fucking get around to it and uh, i've had it in my amazon prime thing for a long time it's called alice sweet alice after a young girl's brutally murdered during her first communion her strange and withdrawn older sister becomes the main suspect all right killer kids a little slasher Kill- slasher flick we haven't watched a slasher flick in a long time killer kids all right so uh maybe i don't know i don't killer know killer kids yeah, we haven't watched a killer kid movie or a uh, slasher flick in a long time. So yeah, it's on Amazon Prime Video, so you can watch it there. It isn't. It is officially fully included in Prime, so you don't have to worry about that. So yeah, it's from 1975. Good year. Good year, 1975. The year we were born. <laughs> what? <laughs> so for B movie breakdown and our wonderful year of 1975, the year we were born and the year this podcast started. Come back for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst.